the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason. Jason will be with us uh, momentarily, but I can hear Jason. We just can't see Jason. You know what? That may be the best Jason. You know, 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. Of course, the physical delivery of wealth insurance. Allamericangold.com is the website. And I'm going to say this, a, a strong day here for gold and silver. And really, when you think about it, there's nowhere for it to go. You know, I, I think we're we're waiting for... Uh, May here that in two weeks and a day, right? Not, uh, two Wednesdays from tomorrow, uh, we will get a, I, what I believe to be the final, uh, quarter point hike, uh, but the Fed will be, uh, opening the door for that to come to an end. And, and the realities are, I don't know that they have a choice now. Uh, more commercial real estate blowing up. We'll tell you who. We'll tell you where. We'll tell you why. Well, we know the why, don't we? Which is, uh, we've got too much of it and nobody wants it. Uh, more retailers continue to struggle, but don't worry. The mega banks, well, outside of Goldman, uh, the mega banks, Jason, they had a nice little quarter. You know, hey, it's funny how that, how that all works out, isn't it? You know what? We got a little banking crisis, but don't worry, the mega banks are just fine. Yeah, a lot of deposits uh, went in a specific direction, so uh, <laughs> I guess that can count that as a good quarter, I guess, you know. We'll see if the deposits stay there. I, I've seen some stuff where it looks like deposits are leaving the big banks, so uh, where, where's it all going? People oh, are, don't be uh, fooled. Deposits are leaving the big banks as well. Don't be fooled by that whatsoever. Uh, people are getting a little smarter about their money. You cannot be over the limit. I'm just telling you. That's just idiot. I would be nowhere near the limit myself. You know, uh, that that's just me. Uh, you don't want to be. The problem is for the businesses. You know, it, it just stinks. Uh, you know, for a lot of businesses, uh, you know, hey, $250,000 isn't a lot of money. You know, hey, I... I spend more than that on, on payroll or I, when I buy, you know, look at, you know, look at us, a small business like Patriot. Hey, it's not uncommon for us to wire, you know, a million, two million, half a million every single week, uh, which means, hey, that money's got to be in the account to, to, to send these wires. Uh, it, it's a huge problem. Uh, these guys are a bunch of liars. They told us they fixed it. Of course, I told you way back when. They didn't fix anything, uh, especially the contagion. And now, what we really, we know what we really learned, because it kind of made sense a little bit when Lehman went under and Bear Stearns went under. Right? We're all like, man, man, those are big companies. There was nobody who didn't know who Lehman Brothers and Bear Stearns were. Maybe, maybe you know. 
uh, a few people that that have their head in the sand. Even the casual person that, hey, I don't listen to Patriot. I don't watch uh, the, the stock market in the morning, right? I, I'm just not in tune. They still knew Lehman Brothers. They still knew Bear Stearns, right? They knew, oh, yeah, they're a big Wall Street company. They at least knew who they were. But what we learned what about six weeks ago, hey, they don't have to be that big anymore. And really what we really learned is it's amazing how small they are. After you get past, like, Bank 678, you know, Silicon Valley Bank at one time was like the 16th, 17th largest bank in the United States. Nobody had ever heard of it. And, of course, it was only $170 billion, right? That doesn't make sense, right? Signature Bank was $100 billion. That doesn't make sense. That's enough to take these systems down. And let me tell you right now, they haven't fixed anything. And all of you sitting there waiting for the next shoe to drop, you're not going to have to wait much longer. Uh, because as, as we continue to watch uh, what's happening, uh, you know, commercial real estate right now, uh, taking the forefront to all of this. But, Jason, it's just a matter of when. When is the next crisis going to happen, and what are the ramifications of it? And once again, here's what, you know what, I'll say this. The Fed has been incredibly consistent. Jason, they can't see anything coming. It's amazing how they can't see, oh, they miss everything. You know, and I think it has a lot to do with they don't really know where the money is. They know they know how much they're cranking out, but they don't know exactly where it is. Which is which, uh, you know, I keep watching more and more about how that's why the digital currency is so important to them because they feel like they can fix the problems a lot better if they can control the spending side. Which that's one thing they've never had, you know, the uh, power to do. They they want that power, and because Joe, this money flows around in different places, like you said, those those banks. You know, 16th largest bank, you know, Silicon Valley. Well, you know, a lot of money was there, obviously, you know, and it was a big problem when that had a lot of uh, uh, indigestion, so to speak, when it came to their investments. And uh, so they came in and saved that one. A lot of yeah. the, you know, yeah. they're going to cherry pick the ones that need it and the ones that don't. It's, it's, it's knowing where it is to make the decisions, right, Joe? Yeah, and I'm worried about these smaller, smaller banks uh, because their exposure – uh, to commercial-backed real estate, uh, it's big. You know, you're talking most of these smaller banks, over half of their portfolio is in this commercial real estate market. So I hope you're taking precautions out there. Uh, we got a great show lined up for you. Joe and Jason will be back right after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason uh, quick look here at the markets. The Dow's down 150. The S&P's down seven. The Nasdaq is down uh, about 13 points. Uh, gold's up 15, 2009. Silver's up 25 cents, 25.34. This market update brought to you by our good friends over at Y Refi, right? Be diversified. You know, yesterday we had Joey on telling you, hey, uh, get that money out of the bank. Get it out of the bank. And what I mean by that, I don't care if you got it at Schwab. I don't care if you got it at Goldman. Dude, get it out of there. Get it into a non-bank uh, like 
uh, and I really, uh, there is no one else like Northwestern Mutual. They, they're, <laughs> they've got a better credit, credit rating, uh, than the U.S. government, right? So there, there's a safe place to be. Uh, for further diversification though, why refi, right? You can get up to 10.25%. And it's, it's the interest compounded daily every month. You can do what you want with the interest. You can turn it into income. You can roll it over. Uh, there are no penalties, no fees for early withdrawal. If you want to withdraw early, you get all your principal back. Check them out. InvestYrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Or call them at 888-YREFI24. Now, Weiss, they do ratings on these banks because we're, we're kind of – and I'm not going to name them. I'm just going to give you their the, their numbers. And let me uh, let me just tell you right now they they have a like a letter grade like school right A B C D instead of F they use E right okay well we know what E is they have Jason they've got 16 banks as an E. Now these are smaller banks uh, that that uh, man. I, I hope you're not in them. They have 271 banks as a D. So so when we we find out now that that the real number is hey, there's 300 banks. Well, 287 banks that are in trouble here. And by the way, credit unions are in this number. Then at the C level, they have 1,335. So really already, hey, we've got 16, over 1,600 banks that their balance sheets don't look very good. Uh, There's 2,368 banks that have a B grade, and only 643 that have an A grade. Now, the problem with these grades, Signature Bank, Silicon Valley banks, they were not C's, D's, and E's, Jason, before they went under, right? I mean, but this is, again, just a warning to you that when you're talking about we've got roughly a situation where about 40% of the banks are already, you know, balance sheets aren't very good, and really with these rating agencies and, and what they're looking at, the, the problem is the other 60%, you just really don't know. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, when, when in 2008 when uh, there was all that chaos going on and big banks were, were failing, uh, essentially, you could, you know, you can almost mark it up even today. And pretty much any, none of these banks are really solvent. It's a debt um, money system. They could go belly up very quickly if just a few things go wrong. So, the difference between now and 2008, Joe, is, is I, I think there's slowly banks that are sliding slowly off the cliff, and they're they're they've kind of got I don't know a better hold on it. You know, it's like it's not mortgage-backed securities that were uh, being rated uh, corruptly and uh, not as badly as before. I think the dangers aren't as severe at this moment in time. And so I think it's a slower slide, right? There's there's a, a lot of banks that are slowly falling off the cliff, and what's going to happen is if the, the banks that are insolvent, that, that side gets a little too heavy, it'll tip the scales, right, and things will fall over, right? 
that's that's kind of how I see it. Uh, different than 2008, where the whole thing was a lot of greed uh, in, into bad products. Yeah, and, and and this one, you're right about that. This is this is a a little bit different. It's still greed because oh, yeah. let's let's face it. The the issues at Silicon Valley Signature and others. They just wanted to make a, more money, and they didn't want to do a very good job of protecting their depositors. Now, the problem is, for a lot of these banks, based on the rules laid out by the Federal Reserve and the FDIC, they forced me into this position. Yeah, I don't have the high net worth depositors that did in Silicon Valley. The problem is I'm still forced to buy the stuff that the, that they tell me I have to buy. And now if, if my portfolio erodes and, and they have less margin for error, you know, that's the problem, right? Hey, they may not necessarily even have to have a deposit run to cause problems, right? They can just start losing money, right? Well, this one went under, this one went under. You know what? I got to sell my securities, and all of a sudden, uh, you've got a problem. And and now Morgan Stanley came out yesterday and said that the last two weeks has shown the steepest decline in lending on record. How is that possible? I mean, you think about think about uh, right after nine eleven. Okay, Th- think about that one. Like the whole world stopped, and you're telling me they were still lending more. The financial crisis. Remember, uh, Jim Cramer was freaking out. Right? They know nothing. Right? Wall- Remember, Wall Street won't open on Monday. Yet they were still loaning more. And and how about COVID? Right? Remember COVID? Right? Let's shut everything down. And you're telling me that nope, this event with with Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank produced the largest drop in lending ever? Jason, this is a big problem. And, and this is this is why there's a lot of people out there, really smart people, saying, oh, you guys just don't get it. You don't get it. Wait 90 days. Wait 120 days. This is going to be really, really bad for the economy. And why in God's green earth is the central bank continuing to raise rates. These guys are fools. And I bank it on them being a fool, Jason. Still wonder what ulterior motives there are because, you know, you, you crash assets and they, and they go down to very low prices. You can scoop them up before the next the next phase up, you know, the, the digital currency, which is going to be a whole new world. That aside, Joe, the, 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 the ability not to lend money, that's a direct result with the, uh, well, as we talked about, the first real contraction in the money supply pretty much in our lifetimes. And on top of that, they're selling off their balance sheet. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're doing the contracting and bringing the, the, the rates up so that the, the money's not there to lend out. These banks need to lend money. It's 
modern monetary theory, right, Joe? You, you get a deposit in, you get the loan out nine times that deposit. Well, deposits are leaving the banks. How can you loan out 9x money if nobody's putting money in your bank? So this is going to make banks fail because of the system, not because the banks are doing anything wrong. They're going by the rules. But if they don't get deposits, they don't get that influx of, of, of cash, they can't do the uh, the loaning game that's set up the way it is. They're going to have to change the game, Joe, and I think that's what's getting ready to happen. Yeah. yeah. And, again, uh, I think Jason's right on this. I, I, I'm And I said you know, I'm banking on these guys being idiots, right? But are they? This is probably most likely a designed event. This is what they want to have happen. Now, they want it to be controlled, right? I just rattled off, hey, there's over 1,600 more banks. And really, let's face it, we know that that uh, a lot of those A's and B's are fake A's and B's, right? They they copied somebody else's homework and, and don't actually know the material, right? But a lot of these banks are going to go away. And I know there's some of you out there that still don't want to believe it. I get it. I don't want to believe it. I didn't want to believe it. I believe it now. But how about this? This is this is out of the uh, the deputy governor of the Bank of England. So the number two guy at the Bank of England. Cash is becoming less usable, he said. As shoppers embrace the Internet... And high street stores increasingly rejecting bank notes. And we're seeing this play out here as well, right? It, it's it's a trickle. I know, uh, who is it? Portillo's. I don't know if you guys have Portillo's up in, in Colorado. It's a uh, it's like a, a Chicago-style, right, uh, hot dogs and, 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 yep. and uh, Italian beef. It, it's, a, it's a chain. It's a fast food chain. Okay. Cashless drive through, they call it. Now, yes, we won't take <laughs> cash, right? Oh, no. And, and this is happening over and over and over and over. And, and he said that because cash is becoming harder to spend, they try to spend a $100 bill. It's, it's becoming hard. harder, Joe, because they've they've made it become harder. Just yesterday, right. I went and picked up some food. Just yesterday, same situation you're talking about. I went in though. I, I go in. I kind of want to look at what they're making, but uh, forty seven dollars. I, I handed handed them a fifty. I figured, well, this is a good time for a fifty. They only owe me two and a half bucks, and they had to go get the manager for a special key to let in. And, and I asked, "Is like, well, is, is that because I use cash?" They're like. Uh, anything 50s and above, I have to get the manager and we have to use a key to open the drawer. So I was like, if I gave you three, three 320s, this wouldn't have happened? She said, yep. Right. <laughs> what a process. Get the manager and get a special key because it's a 50. You know, that, that's, a, that's an insane rule. That's just something they place to make cash the enemy. He says it is now essential that they press ahead with the electronic version of the pound sterling. And, and guys, I'm just going to tell you, this is the crisis. I don't know when. I wish I did. I wish I did. Then we could all place big bets, right? And we all could live. Uh, we all could meet on our yachts uh, down in the Caribbean. 
Right? Wouldn't that be great? But we don't know. But it's soon. This is not going to end well. Believe me as I'm sitting here, and, and again, I know that, that we want it to be better than what we think, but it's happening. you got to open your eyes a little bit. I'm even seeing it here. Remember for how long now I've been saying, gosh, I just don't see it here. Seeing it. It's there. you got to look a little bit, but it's there. I mean, if you've been in on Scottsdale Road in North Scottsdale, you know what the gas stations are? They're five and a quarter. Now, they just, I just saw the cheapest gas station in town, the Arcos, which nobody goes to. Uh, they were up another 10 cents today. Uh, you know, and, 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 and I bring that up because uh, little by little, these small businesses are disappearing. Little by little, some of these restaurants and bars, they were there yesterday. You drive by, and they're not there today. It's coming. I think it's coming very quickly. And and I and again, I think it's part of the plan. This is what they want. This is this is how the digital. The, we're going to get the digital currency as the savior, Jason. That's going to be the answer to all the problems. You know, they they really can only offer one thing, and that's convenience. The digital currency is going to give convenience, but everything else is not good. So they have to make everything else look like the enemy, Joe. I mean, everything else is the enemy, and come get the convenience. That's the only way they can sell it. Cash, look at it. It's just so hard to use. It's so complicated. We don't need it. 800-951-0592. Gold's up uh, 17 here, 20, 2011. Uh, silver's up 27 cents, 25 36 now on silver. Uh, you know, we've been talking about uh, availability on silver. Uh, it is very, very limited. I appreciate uh, everybody being patient, uh, especially with Silver Eagles. It's just taking, instead of two to three days, it's two to three weeks. Uh, be, continue to be patient. Uh, we still have some 10 ounce silver bars at $310 today. That is the best buy. It's sad to think about it, but that is the best buy in silver. And it's really, uh, not, not really close at all. I mean, you've got, uh, silver eagles, uh, like, uh, what, a 41, $41 in change. Uh, you, you can buy a 10 ounce silver bar at 31. Uh, $10 difference there, uh, junk silver, uh, silver half dollars are just unobtainium, uh, dimes and quarters are, are, they're pushing, right? They're pushing on 40, what, 38 change, 39, uh, dollars on the junk. So, uh, 10 ounce silver bars is, uh, right now the, the, the buy of the day. I did get some good news. Uh, the largest wholesaler in the world, who, by the way, they're the ones that we've been dominating the $10 market, the half-ounce pre-1933 market. Uh, they they actually emailed me this morning, and, and uh, uh, Brittany and I, and said, hey, we, we, we've got a few more 10s. we got some more 10s. Keep selling them. So $10 pieces, listen, gold's up... Uh, I'm going to hold yesterday's price. I'm going to give you one more shot at it here. $1,225. 10 or more, $1,215. But, Jason, we also will have a uh, 
a unique little offering. Jason and I have been working on something. We've we, we've been uh, kind of keeping it uh, under our hat. Jason started telling a few people uh, here in the last few weeks, but uh, in Colorado, uh, we have our office there at the radio station, and we we, we needed something a little farther south. Uh, as uh, you know, like Aurora and, and and Denver and and all of these other cities to the south, that was Johnson was a, a little too far to go. Uh, Jason is actually working now. Uh, today is kind of the first day at our new location, so we'll have two offices now in Colorado in Fort Lupton, and Jason will give uh, all the all the ins and outs there, but I want you guys to know that that we have uh, about $20, $20 gold pieces. If you want to be uh, the first people to buy and pick up gold at Fort Lupton, uh, we, we were saving these. Uh, we were hoping to be open yesterday. Uh, it just didn't happen. We had some issues. Uh, so we were saving these for this. So uh, for the Fort Lupton pickup only, this, unfortunately, I can't do this for, for anybody else because I don't have the 20s. Uh, but if you want to order and pick up in Fort Lupton, you can actually pick up today, which is also unusual. Uh, those 20s would be at that 24 25 price at 800 Nine five one zero five nine two and Jason, uh, tell everybody where we're at there. Yeah, it's been a transition. It's uh, we we were Joe and I had dreamed of having this thing up and running in in March, and then and then it's like, well, <laughs> silly, it's silly us. <laughs> then we thought, well, maybe maybe April first, you know, and it's just there's a lot of. Uh, when I put the office together in 2018 in, in the Johnstown radio station, uh, I had that one corner little office and that one sliver on the side of the building, and, and I had to get the safe cleaned up. Uh, and there wasn't going to be a lot of money for uh, fixing things up and painting and getting the floors. Uh, when Joe and I found this building here in Fort Lupton, it just kind of just screamed at us to come come and get it. And and for just multiple reasons, we needed to be uh, moving to a new location. And so here we are. Uh, it's it's been I mean everything from the internet to the electricity to uh, you know the the furnace uh, painting and and flooring and it's just you know we had to recondition the building we found a good price on the building but it, it was 1980 built and it looked 1980 old uh, not not fixed up so lots of work getting a, a safe in here. Uh, getting the product moved over uh, it's just you know I'm not even a hundred percent I'm actually working in Fort Lupton. In Johnstown, just for a few hours today, I'm going to be back in Fort Lupton. So uh, we we wanted to say, hey, you know, there's a lot of people that want to come and, and and visit the new office. It's going to be a lot more convenient for a lot of people. It's going to be less convenient for other people. We're, we're working out the details. Bernice is going to be there, we believe, in Johnstown on Tuesdays. So if you need to have that closer pickup, we're going to give you that one day of the week. But everything else is going to come through Fort Lupton. And then I think this special is cool. If you want to be the first guy in, I can meet with you late today. Uh, three o'clock ish, four o'clock ish t- time frame, or I can meet with you tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, right after you get off the air here at noon, if you want to be the first guy to meet in the office. Uh, I, th- I think twenty twenty is what you say at twenty twenty four, twenty five. Joe, that's that's a pretty cool way to be with the first. We guy had those there. yesterday for everybody. Today, it's just going to be the Fort Lupton people, and, and Jason actually has them. So that that's kind of another little uh, difference there. But uh, it's a pretty uh, pretty cool. 
uh, place. Uh, we've done it right. It looks great. Uh, if you're on YouTube, that background you see, that's the, uh, the studio in the Fort Lupton office. And, uh, we're, we're pretty excited about it. So it'll make things more convenient for the guys down south. Uh, for the, for the people up north, don't worry. We're gonna, we're gonna have something worked out. We'll work something out to where that Johnstown location will continue to be able to serve people, uh, as well. Jason said, it'll just be limited. We'll, we'll have certain days of the week, uh, that we'll get it done. But we, we are pretty excited as well. Well, let's face it. Uh, we're, we're growing. That, that should, that'll be another reason. You know another reason why we think things aren't gonna be so good? Cause we're busy. And, and we're growing, and, and, it, and it, it's just it's just that way. When does gold do well? Well, usually when things aren't so good is when gold does really well. And, and so this is just an example of, hey, I, I, Jason, there, there really isn't. There's very few roadblocks here for gold right now. They they, they put themselves in this terrible position. Uh, commercial real estate, uh, the latest to fall. I mean, this is a weekly event now. And this is a company we talked about last week. Brookfield defaulting on another location. Uh-huh. Remember last week it was L.A., two towers in L.A. This time it's in the nation's capital uh, a little jingle mail going on a hundred and sixty one point four million dollar uh, deal for uh, twelve office buildings. Think about this: twelve office buildings in D.C. Uh, they said, "Hey, we don't know what to do. I know what you got to do: get the bulldozer out. That's what we probably need to do." Uh, but when we get back. We'll talk about how big can this problem really get. Don't touch that dial. 800 592 And I just some data points here. Values in D.C. down 36% from a year ago. It's a big problem. Real big problem. Down 36%. And, and again, as these keys get handed back, they're going lower. The occupancy, uh, occupancy rates, this, this is incredible. They said that the average office occupancy across D.C. is at 43%. That means these buildings are 57% empty? Can't make money on that. Uh, according to, uh, well, let me tell you what, what Bank of America says. He goes, this is their explanation of what's happening on commercial real estate. You know what commercial real estate is, they said? A boa constrictor, tightly wrapped around the economy, suffocating growth for at least the next two years. Uh, And then as far as Brookfield, this is one kind of, Brookfield's pretty big. But here's what they're saying about uh, the portfolio. This is Bloomberg pointing this out. That dozens and dozens of buildings in the Brookfield portfolio. And, and listen, Brookfield, they're, they're, they're a good company. Just, just telling you. They're a good company. At least I think they are. Every 
commercial real estate portfolio. We talk about Blackstone all the time. Well, you know why they're limiting redemptions? Because the buildings aren't worth uh, the money that they, they've borrowed on it. But here's what they're saying. Dozens and dozens of buildings in their portfolio have an occupancy average of just over 50%. It's not good. That means the buildings are half empty or more. They said in comparison in 2018. Now listen to this. This is just Brookfield, just in loans originated in 2018. Because remember how I remember what I told you. Right? They don't really pay these things off. Right? They 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 borrow. Uh, they pay interest only. They use arm loans. Right? That's what they do. They said that's down from almost 80%, 79% to 50%. So 80% to 50% on top of most of these places have suffered losses of the building, right? The building itself is down 10, 20, 30, 40, 50%. And oh, by the way, the occupancy rates have fallen from 80% to 50%. Jason, that's that's easy math. You're a bro- I don't care who you are, you don't pay. Brookfield's pretty big. Uh, I remember last time you mentioned they were having some defaults, and I looked it up. And if, if you know, if, if the numbers are correct that I looked up, uh, BlackRock is considered eight billion. You know, you know, Brookfield's considered a half a billion, five hundred million. So I mean, one sixteenth the size of of BlackRock, and BlackRock's a juggernaut, right? So, so this is not a this is not a small deal, Joe. When when this size of a company has any kind of troubles with properties, you know, I, I understand the idea of, of uh, bankrupting properties because if it makes no financial sense. But you're 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 developing a kind of a line on these guys with with a, a recurring problem. That that means more than just maybe sickened property. That might mean something much bigger, Joe. Yeah, and again, remember what that means, right? We've got. 1,600 plus banks that this is going to be a big problem for. And of course, what does that also mean? Hey, they're not going to lend. Who's going to lend on commercial real estate, right? That, that That's the other problem, right? That's another leg. Uh, how about Bob Nardelli? He's the former CEO of, of Home Depot. He came out yesterday and says, man, get ready. We're getting ready to see a lot of bankruptcies. Started talking about uh, companies like Walmart, who've been Walmart's been laying off. Walmart's been closing stores. Now, some of them they've closed. Uh, you know, theft, right? Yeah, mm, yeah, uh, maybe a couple of them. But that, let's let's be honest. That that's going to be pretty convenient, right? Yeah, well, it's a theft problem. Let's just close uh, a whole bunch of stores out there. But but he says that. The complexity of the American economy today is different than anything I've seen in my 52 years. And this is why I I wanted to quote this guy. Because you know what he's talking about. We got a problem. Because for 50 years, the answer was just create more money. Right? Cover it up. Oh, gosh, the, the, uh, the Fed... Wet the bed again. Gosh darn it. You know, had a bad dream and wet the bed. Get out the newspaper. Right? Get out the printing press. 
Let, let's cover it all up. Jason, inflation is still here. You can't cover it up, right? I mean, here's the choice. Uh, cover it up and, and just say, screw 2%. We're going to, could you imagine if the Fed had to say, listen, the new target's 5% where gold would be? Yeah, you know, Walmart, whether you like them or don't, and you know, I know a lot of people dislike the whole big corporate thing. You know, you like your local department stores, you know, but uh, whether you like them or not, Walmart only has two reasons for leaving a, a location uh, or not showing up at a location. Uh, the smaller reason, but it happens, is that a community sort of makes rules that sort of block certain size stores. Boulder did a thing. You know, Boulder's a big, rich community, but they didn't want to have the big monolith uh, Walmart there, or there, you know, you know, no corporatism of the of the area. But when Walmart leaves an area, Joe, your area is depressed and it's bad. Walmart, they will suck a dime out of a penny if they can. So they, a lot uh, they, of tax they, they That's they can a lot be. of sales tax. Let's not forget that. Hey, listen, yep. when we get back, how many bankruptcies did happen? I'm going to give you the update for March. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason. Final segment here on this Tuesday. Gold's up fifteen right at this moment. Uh, twenty ten, two thousand and ten. Silver's up twenty five cents. Uh, twenty five thirty three. The Dow, the S and P, uh, and the Nasdaq are all lower today. Uh, the the specials for the day: the ten ounce silver bar until they're gone. Three hundred and ten. Remember, we were running the five-ounce silver bars. That lasted about a week, and then we ran out. Uh, so uh, 10-ounce silver bars here at 310. Uh, the $10 liberties continue to be a very strong buy here. $1,225, 1 through 9, 10 or more, $1,215. Uh, and then our Fort Lupton special. This is Four pickup in Fort Lupton celebrating our new office uh, opening. You can only get them there. Uh, they're twenty-two. I had to think about it. Two thousand four hundred and twenty-five dollars on the twenties there at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Listen, this is easy here, guys. It's not even a hard call. Layoffs up four hundred percent year over year. That's a fact. That's Challenger Gray and Christmas. That that's 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 a fact. Up four hundred percent, and people are talking about, uh, you know, whether or not there's going to be a, a, a problem. Bankruptcy filings. This is across the entire United States, across all major industries. March, a new high, forty-two thousand three hundred and sixty-eight bankruptcy filings. Uh, you know. That's just up 17% from a year earlier. Uh, by the way, the high, highest monthly total, uh, the first quarter came in. Oh, I'm sorry, corporate bankruptcies. Let's get this one. So these are publicly traded companies. 71 filings in March. That's up 22% from February's filings, and by the way, corporate bankruptcies first quarter, 183. Now, that doesn't sound like a lot. Believe me, it is. That is more than any comparable period for the last 12 years. 
So, Jason, listen, the signs are there if people want to look at them. But, again, they're, they're, they don't want to – let's just – if we don't talk about it, then maybe nobody will notice. Fed did say that they were trying to get the jobless rates up. They said that was their goal. Yeah, they actually said it out loud, this 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 phase. You know, actually, we need to get rid of jobs. Where's all the labor unions getting mad at the Fed right now? Wait, and they wait, also right. said soft landing, right, Joe? They're, they're attempting to do both. So it's not like this is a, a should be a surprise. They're doing it. They're, they're smashing the job yeah. market. They're trying for this so-called soft landing. But that means they're expecting something bad to happen. It's going to happen. Let me tell you right now, when they tell you their new baseline is for a recession, that's a problem. Because they're so when, – when, the Fed is always wrong on the dovish side, right? They always, whatever they say their baseline is, it's over, always overly optimistic. I'd feel a little better if, hey, half the time, you know, they were too pessimistic and the other half the time, they're, no, they're always, that, 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 that's not, we know it's going to be worse than that. This is what we're talking about here. This is, believe me, I think this range below, just below the new all-time highs. It's not going to last very long, and when it does, we're going to go way above this. This is a great time to get in. 800-951-0592. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.